it works. I, I was thinking as soon as he was talking about that, I, I don't know if I've told the story. I think I have, but I was when I was in in, in school, Bible school. I was I had gone down to. Um, I was in Stockton, and I drove down to Modesto to Revival Center to go to, go ahead, sister, get whatever you, there you go, my God, gone to church that night at Revival Center, Brother Keys Church, and, and uh, we were taking up the offering, they were taking up the offering, and I had 10 bucks, and that was my, that was what I was going to eat on that night. And I felt the Holy Ghost do the same thing, prompt me to give, so I gave my $10. I think I had a dollar in my pocket. I think I had 11. I was getting ready to give the one. And the Lord did the same thing to me. Um, and I thought to myself, well, I'm going to be hungry tonight because I didn't have anything in the room. And I remember getting in my car that night. I had less than a quarter of a tank to drive 30 miles, get back to, uh, to, to campus. And uh, I got home, and I was, you know, kind of dejected and hungry and trying to figure out what I was going to do. And my, my roommate walks in. He had gone to church that night at, at Christian Life Center. And uh, I was like, man, I gave, him, I gave him a money offering. I was kind of hungry. He goes, hey, well, somebody just walked up to me and gave me 20 bucks tonight. I'll take you out for some tacos. And the Lord just, you know, it was one of those, I'll never, I'll never forget it, but the Lord just in one of those small ways just proved me, if you'll, if you'll obey my voice. He'll take care of you. He'll do it. He'll do it. And um, you know, you know. Quite frankly, I've I've kind of got a hodgepodge going on in my in my mind and my spirit tonight. I'm gonna talk a little bit here, but uh, with what God has spoken for us as a church to do with this building, it doesn't make sense. We are bringing five loaves and two fish to the Lord. That's what we are, in fact, doing. And God didn't tell us to pay for it. He just told us to build it, to put the steps in place. What is going to happen in this city, on this block, when we begin to build, it is going to be a miracle. It's what it's going to be. We're going to bring our five loaves and our two fish to Jesus, and he's going to have to multiply it. We don't have any other options. We're just going to have to follow the Holy Ghost and give unto the Lord when God says to give and God will pick up the slack and God will take care of it. I um, Go ahead and be seated. Go ahead and be seated. Um, I'm just going to kind of launch out and just I just talk a little bit tonight and share what's been on my spirit and on my heart tonight. And um, um, I, I do not yet know. For the last two years, we have brought a sacrificial offering um, we have given pledges and commitments. Oh, before I go any further, the, the banquet Friday night is full up. So if you haven't, if you've signed up, and there's, only, oh, there's only a few people that hadn't got their money in. If you hadn't got their money, I think they're, I, I'm not sure what the status is. If you haven't got your money, get it in. Um, but we're full up, so, uh, which is tremendous. Um, so it'll be fun Friday night. So um, we're glad that everybody's going to make it out. It's going to be a good time. Um, it'll be a full house. Be crammed. Be great. Um, I do not yet uh, have quite have the pulse um, of the Holy Ghost as far as whether or not we will give one sacrificial offering like we have the past two years or if we will launch into a monthly commitment towards the, 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 the building program. I, I do not yet know. I want to do my best to follow the Holy Ghost and, and um, uh just trying to follow the prompting of the Holy Ghost of, of exactly how the Lord wants us to give. Uh, I don't want to get married to one method. Uh, 
We, I mean, we may very well just do a one-time sacrificial offering again. Uh, I'm not saying one way or the other. I, what I'm saying is I'm not going to be married to one method if the Lord tells us to do it a little bit different coming up. We will give one way or another uh, towards the building uh, fund and the building program. Um, how exactly we will do that, I'm not sure. Um, I hope I hope I know, hoping to know by the right about the beginning of the year, so we can plan to do so. I know that we give tremendous. We have given such awesome offerings to missions, and um, we will continue to do our missions giving. We will not sacrifice our uh, sacrifice our missions giving, and. Um, the Lord's going to provide. The Lord's going to do it. I know it doesn't make sense in our brain. Uh, how can we give more? But the Lord's going to make a way where it doesn't seem like there's a way. He, he can take five loaves and two fish, and he can multiply it. And uh, the Lord's going to bless us to be able to give, and as we give, he's going to bless us. And, um, you know, the, the, the main reason we exist is to see revival around the world. And so because of that, we will not sacrifice our missions giving and um, so I know that, that this church gives tremendously to missions. And so in all of the giving, the Lord is going to provide. He's going to bless. He's going to make up the difference. We don't have an option. It, it really doesn't. What we are endeavoring to do and following the voice of the Holy Ghost and the direction that God has given us, um, you know, I've had when, when talking to other pastors about what we're, what we're doing, they've asked me questions in regards of how we're going to pay for it. And I just, I just kind of shrug my shoulders and <laughs> I don't know. The Lord's going to have to do it, but the Lord is going to do it. We're just going to take it a step at a time. Uh, in regards to where we are right now, uh, most of you have seen um, the, the rendering, uh, the concept, the pictures that we have gotten back. We should be. I'm going to call and talk to um, Jim Hines this week. We should be to the point where they're going to send us the official framed-in um, uh, rendering concept of, of, of what they have put together so we can put it on the wall unless there's another picture that I'm not getting yet. But um, I'm pretty sure that we're, we're right there. I'm going to call them and, and we'll talk details this week, but we're nearing the end, or if not, right at the end of phase one. And... Um, then we'll let the Holy Ghost lead us from there. So we're going to give, uh, and the Lord's going to make up the difference. And uh, God will do it. God's proven himself time and again, and we've sowed so much seed into foreign missions um, and seeing the gospel around the world uh, that God would not tell us to do something if he wasn't going to fund it one way or another. Um, and... Um, I just had a joke that came in my head, and I had to, the gate was not open. The gate was not open. <laughs> Praise God. Praise God. Um, moving ahead into the year, I, I have this now. Um, I have a, a sign-up sheet here, and I will try my best to keep it out of the hands of young children, namely Zion and... Uh, other ones that might grab a pen and want to draw on it. Um, this is for small groups starting next year. Um, I have three different pages on here. If you are interested in being a leader of a small group, a sub-leader of a small group, or hosting uh, in your home, um, there is 
a page for you to sign up on. Maybe you're interested in leading and hosting in your home, or maybe you you are not interested in leading or being a sub-leader, uh, but you would want to open up your home. Uh, it's actually on here, and this was my miscommunication, Brother Austin Graham uh, 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 printed these out. This was my miscommunication. What I have on the back of here is uh, attendee. There's a page that says attendee, like you want to be a part of it. Um, maybe, maybe did I miss the one that, did I miss one? Did I miss one? Okay, I missed one. I missed one. So here are these three pages I have, leader, sub-leader, or attendee. Maybe you just want to be a part of it. Um, you don't necessarily want to lead or, or be a secondary leader, but you would like to be involved in a small group. Uh, getting together on a weekly basis. Um, I will also have um, do this. This is my fault, but we'll just, I'll get it fixed. But on this page that says attendee, okay, attendee, if you want to host, just write your name on there and slash host. Does that make sense, everybody? Um, that your home would be open. Now, going forward, uh, we were not going to launch five or ten groups at a time. There will be those of you that sign up that do not start immediately. Just uh, basically there'll be some that start, there'll be some that kind of waiting your turn. I'm trying to give it two to three to four months from when we launched the first two or three uh, groups to just kind of see what kind of rhythm we got and, and uh, kind of how we're doing and then kind of gauge our growth. I don't want to try to uh, grow too fast, too quick. I want to sustain what we have. Um, but and I'll, I'll rehash a little bit of this Wednesday night. Um, here's what I envision at this point. Now, I, I have a meeting uh, between now and Wednesday with somebody. I'm getting some more information, so there's going to be information still coming through um, as the weeks go on. But uh, just as an example, let's say um, uh, so-and-so is hosting their home. Uh, it is a couple. Um, that will count as two people in the group. Then there will be the leader and the sub-leader. Uh, what we want to do is start with no more than five people in a group, all right, five adult people. Now, what I've got to figure out is where uh, children kind of play into this because the kid, there's always going to be children in the picture, of course, and so figuring out how to navigate that as well. Um, but let's talk about the adults in a, in a small group. Uh, starting with five. Let's say we start with five max. The goal of that group will be to grow their group uh, to 10 outsiders, not church people, outsiders. The goal of that group is to pray and uh, be sensitive to the Holy Ghost to look for the open door for somebody, maybe a coworker, maybe a neighbor, whatever. The goal is not for us to get together and hang out. That will happen, um, and it will be good fellowship. But the goal is evangelism is connecting with people um, the, and, and inviting them to the group. Let's say we start, let's just say we started with five groups, with five individuals and in each one of those groups that are from here. The goal would be for each one of those groups to grow to 10 solid, consistently outsiders in a year. Five groups, five, that's 25 people grown in a year. Now, I'm just throwing out that, that out there for us to kind of grasp and hold how this is going to work. Um, the goal is evangelism. That way, with this, it's not necessarily knocking on doors that you don't know. If you feel to do that, fine. But what this is meant to do is to uh, 
create a place where your coworkers or somebody that you know, I mean, this kind of thing can pop up in casual conversation. This is not church. It's not church. Everybody repeat after me. This is not church. Um, so a small group will be, will be ran a little bit different. There will be people that are more comfortable coming to your house, friends that you have. Uh, the, I, uh, you know, this is, we can talk mechanics, but ultimately the Lord's going to open the doors and the Lord's going to draw people. And I think once we get into the routine, there'll be those of you that, well, I, mean, I say we will, we won't be really shocked and amazed. God's just going to open doors. He's going to lead us to people and, and it's going to work because it's Bible. Um, it's the word of God. But within a small group meeting, it will, they will be no longer, but by the time you walk in the door and you walk out of the door, they're not supposed to be any longer than, let's say, an hour and 10 minutes in the door, out the door. We're not talking about an hour and a half, not two hours, hour, hour and 10 minutes max. Um, within that time, there's time of fellowship something to eat. There's no full four-course meals. There's some maybe some cookies or something like that, a light, 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 something to eat, maybe a cup of coffee going. Um, very, very casual. And in that time, uh, you, you, there'll, there'll be a format that we utilize, but within that time, we'll, you will take up whoever the leader is. We'll um, pray together, maybe pray over a particular prayer request that somebody has. There'll be a short lesson that is taught, maximum 20 minutes, discussion of the lesson uh, of the word of the Lord that is taught, and pray again, encourage one another, spend some time together, and an hour will go by very quickly. Um, And they will be intentional. We're not doing this as uh, something else to do. This is going to become who we are. Now, if you're involved in um, a home Bible study, one-on-one with somebody else in a home, um, then I want you to stay plugged into that Bible study, but uh, like, for example, exploring God's Word. But the lessons that are going to be taught in home group um, meetings are not necessarily going to be exploring God's Word. They're going to be a short uh, devotional lesson. Um, and, and I yet do have not decided on what format I will do. Possibly will sometimes uh, send out a lesson that is the highlight bulleted points of what I preached on Sunday morning, and then later on that week they will be filtered down through the small groups um, and taught in a very uh, broken down way. Um, there possibly may be a curriculum that is handed out to the small group leaders um, that you will teach, and you'll know what you're teaching, uh, you know, weeks in advance as well. Um, but they are not to be long meetings. They are to be so somebody can come in, know that it's not going to be any longer than an hour, hour and ten minutes from walk in to walk out. And somebody that, that somebody that is unchurched can experience ministry by us. If there's four to five uh, of us there just having a good time together, talking about the word of the Lord, praying together, um, and uh, encouraging one another with the goal of ministering to somebody, not with the goal of winning them per se, but the goal of ministering to them and connecting with them and developing a relationship with them. And this is what we've been hearing on Wednesday nights. It is impossible to develop a relationship with somebody here. It's just not going to happen. You say hi, you say bye, you talk for a few moments here, and this is to get us out of, out of here we're going we're gonna to meet in homes. We're going to share the word of God in homes. 
and, and there's going to be ministry that happens through the body of Christ. Um, so I'm going to put this out there. I'd like to kind of get a beat on who is interested in leading a group who would say, hey, I may not feel comfortable leading a group off the bat, but I'd like to be a subgroup leader. What that means is once a subgroup leader is preparing to lead another group, and what happens is, is once a group gets to 10 or 12 people steady, then we will divide that group. The subgroup or the subleader will then take control of the group that is divided off because they've been in preparation and seen how they run, kind of got comfortable with doing it, and they are. you will be a subgroup leader with the intention or the purpose of eventually leading a group. Um, and if you don't feel comfortable doing that, that's fine. You just want to be an attendee and say, hey, I'd like to be there, and you know, just get to know people. That's, that's great, too. We're going to need people that are there just fellowshipping in, in that home and encouraging and getting to know new people. And developing and building a relationship with them, and um, so, and then those of you that will now, if you host a meeting in your home, that will automatically make you an attendee. So you'll be counted in with that number. When we start a group, we're not going to want to start with ten people from here. We're going to want to start with three to five from here, and then we'll go through the 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 growing phase of getting into the routine, kind of breaking the ice of, of what they're like. It may take a month or two to kind of get into the routine of it uh, and kind of break the ice of, of what it's like to do it and, and just, kind of, just kind of get into the, into the flow of it. But this will take us as a body. It, I, I'm prepared to, to kind of bear down and for this to for us to establish this over the, the course of a year or two years. It's, it's, we are commanded by God in Matthew 28, go ye therefore and teach all nations. And so in this setup, it is, it is as easy and as, uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, it's not intimidating. We're meeting together in homes on a regular basis um, if you want to meet on Monday nights, I know we're doing Sunday night and Tuesday night, Sunday and Tuesday next year. If you want to do Monday, that's fine. But we've obviously moved Wednesday to Tuesday to give that open up that week. If you want to do it Thursday night, Friday night, Wednesday night, Saturday morning, whatever you want, whatever you decide to do, and we'll discuss a little bit of that later. But Brother Hayes mentioned this a few moments ago, and it was right in line of what's just been in my spirit, and is just where I've kind of come to in the last few months and what I just felt the Lord dealing with me. And, I, you know, when um, we, we have powerful church here on a regular basis, when Brother Robinette was here, what powerful moves of God we have. Uh, you, you're not going to have any more exciting apostolic Pentecostal church than that. You just... But I've been hungry in my spirit for something beyond just good church. I love good church. I love it. I love good church. But my soul is hungry for that. That It seems like, I'm going to say something at the risk of, risk of being misunderstood. If you need clarity, ask me. But I feel like, uh, and, and I, I understand this, what I'm going to say is going to sound just understand what I'm saying. 
But I think as a, as a person myself, as a leader myself, I have come to the place where probably a lot of guys my age have come to and they've backslid because they've done good church and it leaves you empty. I have this emptiness in my spirit. We've had powerful church, powerful. And yet there's an emptiness in my heart. Because we're not, and, and I'm, I'm not throwing stones. Don't misunderstand. I'm not correcting us right now. I'm just, I'm, just, I'm just saying what's in my spirit. There's another dimension of going and reaching. We have not yet really got in the field like God is wanting us to get in the field. And I feel like we are so full of power. There is power in this place that, quite frankly, there's times where it's wasted power. God's trying to get the power out of here and get the power out there. And there does come a place where we have all of this power, and it almost, and in this only way I know how to describe it, is it becomes almost empty. The real fulfillment that your soul is hungry for cannot be quenched with any more good church. God has made, I believe that as a whole, whether you realize it consciously or subconsciously, we have gotten full of good church. We're full of it. Almost, I don't want to say we're sick of it. Don't, I'm just trying to describe what's, what's in my spirit. And this next phase is going to take us a little while to get it, but it is going to be the most fulfilled in your spirit you have ever been. The time's going to come where we're going to be like, Sunday was great, but I'm ready for Thursday night small group because I'm ready for that anointing that has been poured into me on Sunday to be poured into somebody else. I'm ready. I'm, I'm, Tuesday night was great, but I'm ready for Friday night small group. I'm ready for Wednesday night small group because I got two or three people that have been coming. And when you, man, I feel the Holy Ghost right now. When you're sitting across the table from somebody that is receiving everything that you say, you can see the tears start welling up in their eyes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's the most fulfilled. It, 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 I'm, not, I'm not putting anything down. I love great church. Want to have, I want to have powerful church every time we get together. But our problem is not dead church. God's trying to push us into the harvest field. He's trying to provoke us. He's trying to provoke us. It's just like when, when, when Hannah was provoked by Penina. Lord, give me a son. It was that provoking that caused her to weep and caused her to pray that caught the attention of the Lord, and God gave her a son. There's just, there's, there's, uh, there's an element, and, and, and I'm, I, I haven't officially said the, the theme that I feel going for, even though I've danced all around it, and it's not going to be anything that blows your mind once we hit the ground running in January, but God is sending us forth, and that's what, what God is doing. He's transitioning us. God wants to show you what real fulfillment in his kingdom is, when you're sitting across the table from somebody, when you're sitting on the couch talking to somebody that's just hungry for God, and you don't have to, you don't have to argue with any uh, uh, ideologies about what church they used to go to. God's going to send us people. The greatest thing, the greatest, uh, uh, the, the most fun person to teach a Bible study to is somebody that doesn't know anything about the Word of God. 
that's when it gets real fun. Then you don't have to fuss and fight with past religion. You don't have to fuss and fight with everything they've been taught when they were a kid. And, and you're, just, you're, just, you're, you're feeding somebody the word of God, and, and you can see that God is ministering to them through you. And when you really get a revelation that the anointing of the Holy Ghost isn't just reserved for some preacher somewhere, that the Lord will start talking. And, and, and there's times in Bible studies on Thursday nights where I've, I've been talking and I can tell, and we, we, this is the terminology we get, I'm just in the flesh. And talk for 40 minutes, going through the stories, reading the Bible, and then at about 45 or 47 minutes in, I start talking, and I feel the presence of the Lord, and I see their spirits stand up, and I know that Jesus is talking to them right then. Oh, that's fun. That's fun. I, I love church, but I, I Thursday night when the when the anointing of the Holy Ghost is moving in that living room at Sister Hyde's house, I'm going to tell you what: when God begins to deal with somebody, you know that God is talking to them, and they're receiving the word of the Lord. Then you un, you begin to understand the the return and the exchange of the anointing. There's a transaction that happens in the spirit when you begin to speak and the anointing of the Holy Ghost is speaking through you and you see that they're receiving it and it feeds faith back to you. I don't need a cheering section when I preach, but it sure makes it a whole lot easier when somebody responds. That way I know you're getting it and it doesn't drain me. I feel that faith coming back. Okay, they're getting it. I, and there's a transaction that happens. goes out and it comes back. It goes out and it comes back. And you're going to experience the same thing. You may never preach a sermon, but you're going to open your Bible and you're going to tell stories. You're going to tell an encouraging word or something the Lord has laid on your heart. And it's not going to be very long. It's not going to be screaming and yelling and, and all that kind of stuff. But the Holy Ghost is going to start talking to somebody. And you're going to see them start to receive the word of the Lord. I'm hungry for a transition in the Holy Ghost. And God has given us direction for a reason. God has given us plans for the future now for a reason. We have building plans now for a reason. We have come to the place where God's saying, okay, it is time. God has prepared us. We are full of faith. We are full of anointing. We are full of the word of God. But there's another level and dimension of ministry that's going to come out of you. You're going to talk to people, and you're just going to tell them about your small group on Wednesday night or Thursday night. And they're going to say something like, oh, man, that sounds great. And your spirit's going to go, got them. Come on. And they're going to come. And they're going to come. And you're going to build a relationship with them. They're going to believe you. They're going to hear the word of God. They're going to believe what the word of God says. And it may be a gradual process. It may take some of them a year, a year and a half. I don't know. It may take some of them six months. There'll be some that are fast, some that are slow. But you're going to build a relationship with them. And they're going to hear you when you, when they, and then after they receive the Holy Ghost and they're baptized in Jesus' name, they're going to have a relationship with you and you're going to be able to disciple them. They're going to ask very simple questions like, how do, how do you pray? And all this time you're going to have feared some deep theological question. And then when you hear that, you're going to tell yourself, wow, this is a whole lot easier than I thought it was going to be. 
when somebody doesn't know how to talk to the Lord. And you can just tell them, well, you can just talk to the Lord like he's standing right there in front of you. God is transitioning us. And I, I really don't. There, everybody has a different ministry. Everybody has a different uh, way that God will use you. It's, it's not everybody's ministry to get a bullhorn or go knocking doors of people you don't know. That's not everybody, how everybody's designed and built. But every, every one of us can be involved in the harvest. Nobody get in the, and quite frankly, none of us get a pass. None of us. But the good thing is, is God will use our gifts and our talents where we are to help reach somebody. There'll be those of you that are on the front lines. There'll be those of you that are right behind them helping to solidify what God is doing in their life. And we are going to position ourselves. We are going to build the structure now to withhold or to, to withstand what God is going to give us. If we will put the structure in place and take the time, and this is what we're going to do. God's going to send us the people if we're ready to nurture them. We're ready to be patient with them. We're ready to build a relationship with them. This part of this is going to get us out of our circle. I know everybody has a circle, but we're one body. And God is going to connect some of you with other people in this congregation and small groups that you may not necessarily have fellowship with a whole lot. And God's going to bond your spirit together. And wherewith before you didn't really hang out a whole lot together, God's going to hook you up together. And you're going to fish for men. And you're going to have a relationship with other people in this congregation that you didn't necessarily have to that degree before. God's going to get us out of our comfort zone a little bit. But if we'll be willing to do that, every place we put the sole of our feet, God is going to give it to us. I believe God's going to really blow our mind. I'm trying my, uh, every time I have a, a conversation with Brother Hayes about some job to do around here, Brother Lockwood, hey, we'll just get this done real fast. It should be real quick. We'll get this done in an hour. Uh, I was thinking about the job we did out Memorial Day. Was it Memorial Day weekend we did the front? And I'm like, oh, we should be able to get it done real fast. Man, that was like the longest, hardest day. Oh, my goodness. I can't imagine if we didn't have the little tractor out there. That would have been a real hard day. But I'm trying, I'm trying to, to not bite off more than we can chew. But at the same time, there's so much faith in my spirit that I do believe that there's so much built up within us that, that some of this is going to click a whole lot faster than in most cases it does because I believe that we're hungry for, for what God wants to do. I'm tired of just good church. Of just that. I'm not tired of good church. I'm tired of just good church. Good church is great. I, I love, I love it. There's nothing like an explosive apostolic prayer meeting. There's nothing like it. There's nothing like explosive preaching and singing and worship. I love it. But there's something that my soul is hungry for. And, and this is where God is leading us as a whole. And God is going to thrust us out into the harvest. And where we may have been intimidated before, if we'll do it God's way, and that's what we're going to do, a lot of those preconceived ideas or anxieties about doing it, 
the Lord's going to show us how much he's going to help us and how much he's going to go before us. And who, they, who there is that's lined up already waiting for somebody, just invite him over to their house. And there's nothing the enemy can do to stop it because of the authority that we have and the dominion we have in this city. It's, all, it's, it's prepared. It's ready. They're the resistance to the gospel, the resistance to the Holy Ghost in this city is, is, is just, it's, we are, we are, the, the field is wide unto harvest. We're just going to have to step out there. Let's stand to our feet right now. Hope this is all right tonight. It's just what I... Brother Hayes was right in tune with the Holy Ghost. Just, well, just right in just what I've been, just how I have felt. And I think instead of a lot of guys, a lot of apostolic Pentecostals, instead of going to the next dimension where God wants to take them, they seek for another trick, another gimmick, and wind up going in a direction that takes them away from truth and away from holiness and Because there's just been, and this is the only way I know how to describe it, there's just been for a while, God, there's something out there that we haven't got. There's somewhere you want to take me. There's somewhere you want to take us that's beyond where we are right now. And the greatest fulfillment that will never get old, it will, I promise, it will never get old for us, will be in the harvest field. There's a message that I heard preached um, I heard bits and pieces of it by a man by the name of Court Chavis. He preached at a youth congress some years ago. The divine balance between the fork and the field. And um, essentially talked about if we'll get in the field, a lot of things that we're picky about when we come to the table, we won't be picky about anymore because I will have worked up an appetite out there. When I get in here, I'm going to be hungry for God. And when we get our eyes on the field and get our eyes on the harvest and put our focus and our strength, all the strength that we gather when we're here, if we will go, they will come. If we will go, they will come. If we will go, they will come. God's going to change us. We're going to go through the process. We're going we're to surrender to the process and allow the Lord to help us to adopt and adapt to this new structure, this new mindset. Are there going to be setbacks in the process? and little hang-ups and situations we got to figure out work out? Absolutely. But we're going to do it in Jesus' name. We're going to overcome every obstacle, every situation that seems to pop up that may want to discourage us. We're going to overcome it. We're going to put our hands to the plow. We're just going to keep going ahead, going forward. God is going to help us. God's going to give us victory. God's going to give us success. God's going to give us a win. God's going to give you a win. Praise God. Gather, gather with me around the front tonight. 
Praise God. Hallelujah. I just feel like, and it's, it's kind of been driving me nuts. I, I, um, I, I know that we're right on the, on the verge and on the, the edge of a, new, of, of a new season in this church. And now that I have a little more understanding this go around than I did seven or eight years ago, we're, we'll plow through and the Lord will help us. But I know that God is leading us here. It's going to take a little transition, take a little uh, time adapting to this. But if we will yield ourselves to the Holy Ghost and yield ourselves to the process, not get discouraged right off the bat, I'm talking to myself, I'm talking to all of us. And they continued steadfastly from house to house. God is going to lead us through this process. God is going to use you. My soul is hungry for more. God wants to save this city more than I wanted to save this city. God is not the problem. It's our human nature. It's our flesh. It's our routines. It's our things that we're stuck in. And if we'll get out of our comfort zone and say, okay, God, I may have questions. I may not have it all figured out. But, God, we're going to step out, and you're going to use us. There's people that are hungry. You're going to use me to reach them and help them and encourage them. God's going to do it. God's going to do it. Let's lift our hands to the Lord right now. Hallelujah. Lord, there's a harvest in this city. In the name of Jesus, hallelujah, Lord, the word of God is going to be taught from this congregation like it never has been taught before. Lord, there is a mighty army in the Holy Ghost in the name of Jesus that is standing in this place right now. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah. I'm sure that the children of Israel, as they came to the Jordan River, there was anticipation. And there was an extreme dislike for the wilderness. Yes, they were going to have to fight battles in the promised land. There were obstacles ahead of them. There was, there was a lot of, I'm sure, anxiousness and anxiety about what lies beyond the Jordan River. But there had to be a certain amount of misery of the wilderness that drove them across the Jordan River. And I feel like we have come to that place where we have seen God provide manna from heaven. God is taking care of us. But there's a place beyond Jordan. 
Life's going to change when you, life changes drastically when you cross Jordan because no longer is there manna falling every day. There's different responsibility when you cross Jordan. And God has empowered us, He has given us everything we need. This is a generation that's ready to obtain everything that God has intended for us to obtain. We're going to step into the field, the harvest field, with anointing and with power, with the leading and the direction of the Holy Ghost. God is going to use you as a vessel that he is going to pour his word through and his spirit through. You're going to be a conduit for his spirit like you never have been before. God is going to do it. One more time, lift your hands to the Lord in the name of Jesus. Lord, I pray that as we step into this new season, in the name of Jesus, Lord, that your spirit would do a powerful work in each and every one of us. Hallelujah, Lord. We're going to yield ourselves to the process in the name of Jesus. Pray in the Holy Ghost right now. Let something be released in this place. In the name of Jesus, hallelujah. Let that fresh anointing, God, God, that you have destined for us, Lord, I pray it will be poured out upon us. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Lord, there's something beyond Jordan. Lord, there's a place of fulfillment in your kingdom that lies just beyond where we are right now in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Gather in with me just a little bit closer tonight. Hallelujah. Grab somebody by the hand that's close to you. Put your hand on their shoulder right now. Let's just plug into the Holy Ghost in this place right now. God is preparing us. God has not just, he's not toying with us. He's not dangling that's out in front of us, but God believes what we're doing so much that he has given us building plans. God believes in this so much that he's telling us what lies beyond where we are right now, that we don't have enough room in this building for what God is going to do. He's positioning us right now. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. God, give us dreams and visions. Open our understanding and our vision to see what you're doing. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Oh, let's just give the Lord praise right now. Let's thank him for what he is doing. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Joshua chapter 1. And verse number 3. Every place that the sole of your foot shall tread upon, 
that have I given unto you as I said unto Moses. Verse number five, there shall not be any man be able to stand before thee all the days of thy life. As I was with Moses, so will I be with thee. I will not fail thee nor forsake thee. Be strong and of a good courage, for unto this people shalt thou divide for an inheritance the land which I swear unto their fathers to give them. God is going to give us his inheritance. There's an inheritance. There's something that God is going to give unto us, his people, his true church. God's going to do it. Every place we put the sole of our feet, every home that you step into, every person that hears the word of the Lord, I'm telling you, there's something miraculous is going to begin to happen. God is going to send us people. He's going to send us two people, and it's going to be supernatural, and God is going to give us territory in his kingdom, and his word is going to be spread through this city from the north to the south south to the east and to the west hallelujah God is going to do it I want us to lift our hands to the Lord right now one more time in the name of Jesus Lord there is a sending forth there is a going that is happening Lord a transition in the Holy Ghost we are ready to cross over Jordan Lord we're not satisfied with good church we're not satisfied with just good moves of your spirit but God we are hungry for the next dimension in this city for the next dimension in your plan for this city in this church in the name of Jesus. God, you're going to do it through us. God, you're going to do it through us. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. The field is wide unto harvest. It is wide unto harvest and you're going to do it. I wonder if we could clap our hands to the Lord and give him praise right now. Hallelujah. 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 Oh, yes. Oh, yes. God's going to give you your harvest field. It's going to be individuals and homes all across the city, but it's all one field, but God is going to give you your small portion of the field. And when we come back together on Sundays and on Tuesdays, you're going to be telling stories about what's happening on your field. Word's going to trickle through what's happening in your field and that home you're teaching and those people that you've come in contact with. You're going to see the gradual change in people's lives and, and God's going to give you your stories on your field. God's going to do it. God's going to do it. If we will put the sole of our feet there, God will give it to us. He will give us victory in those areas. When we step out in faith and obedience to his word, it's going to work. It's going to work. It's going to work. Maybe a little hang-ups and bumps in the road and figuring things out, but it's going to work. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. I just, I feel a great anticipation and faith in my spirit. Praise God. Anybody feel what I feel here tonight? I've never been more convinced that where God is leading us, that this is the perfect will of God. God is going to impart ministry to you. There's going to be ministry that comes out of you that you didn't even necessarily would know that was there. And God's going to use you so powerfully. I'm not saying it's always going to be easy. Don't misunderstand what I'm saying. But I'm, I'm, I'm going to guarantee you that there's going to be times where it flows out of you a lot easier than you thought it was going to. That's all, folks. My 
God, I, I feel like we're just right in the middle of this here. Felt like we're ready just to, to, to launch out there. We're ready to go. I, that's what I that's what I sense in my spirit. It kind of I'm not trying to ramble on right now, but it just feels like I feel like we're a lot more ready than most churches are at our stage. We're ready to we're ready to go. One more time, lift your hands. Lord, we thank you for your spirit. We thank you for the word of God. We receive it in our spirit. Lord, we're going to go. We're going to receive it. We're going to be changed. We're going to make the transition. We're going to cross Jordan. We're going to be used by you. We're going to go through the process. We're going to see you accomplish it, and people are going to be saved, and your kingdom is going to be furthered in the name of Jesus Christ. Everybody say, in Jesus' name. God bless you. We will see you Tuesday night.